Hi guys! What's up guys? And we are back on this Friday night. Evening. Friday evening. Right? We and get to uh, chillax a little bit. It was a nice productive week. Wow. Nice productive week. We got a lot of stuff done. We got a lot of we got a lot of goals that we are still trying to meet, but we're working on them and slowly but surely I think they're coming through. Well, you know what? The funny thing is, I do want to thank you for all the hard work you put into this week. Um, my work is a little bit different. My work is kind of the housework. His work is the the podcasting and the editing and the working and the money making. I'm just uh, I'm just the, the wife maker. But you know what? I think my job is important too. What do you say? Your job is very important and you do more than what I give you credit for. Oh, you give me a lot of credit. What I'm saying is I wanted to thank you for all the hard work that you put in. Um, I know that at times we get frustrated with each other and and whatever, but we always pull through and we always make it work and we always smile. And at the end of the day, we never go to bed angry. So that that's what makes me happy. This is true. This is true. That, that's really important. And But today, what we wanted to talk about was something really important that's been going on through our minds. And I think is going on through a lot of the minds of a lot of you guys out there. And that is, are you sending your kids to school or are you going to try homeschooling for the first time? What? Homeschooling? That is preposterous. All right. Now, everybody seems to be really excited about homeschooling kids. But here's my question. How much experience do you have in teaching? Myself, I have experience in teaching physical activity. I'm not talking about you because you've taught a lot. I don't have a lot of educational activity. Well, I but do. But you've I taught do. a lot. You've yeah. taught. You've, you, you, you used to work at, in Brooklyn, in New York. Mm-hmm. You used to work in a kids kind of after school. Uh, That's um, right. School. That's right? right. And then. At SKC, I helped a lot with the homework. But so you ran the whole program. No, I know, but I. But you've worked with kids. Exactly. You've taught kids. But I'm asking you, what type of experience do you have? What do you have when it comes down to teaching? Because, like I've always said in previous podcasts, right? First you learn, then you implement, and then you have to be able to teach. Now, what are you going to teach that you've already implemented? Well, thank goodness we learned a whole lot in those 12 years we were in pre-K, first, second, all the way to 12th grade. Right, guys? Now, how much of that? <laughs> well, let, so let's say they did learn all that stuff. I'm just messing Or around. let's say they learned all that stuff. Now, how much of that stuff have you implemented in your daily lives? Besides taking a test in school, so if you went to middle school or elementary school, I know you guys did your math, I know you guys did your reading, I know you guys did a lot of social studies and science and all that BS that, but how much have you implemented the stuff you learned in your everyday lives? Yeah, that's that's a great question. That How much have you guys implemented? But you know what? I really don't know. I mean, science, you kind of learn. Don't stick the fork inside the electrical outlet. So but that's learn. common sense stuff. And it's science But yes. it's science because you, you learn, learn about electrical. Learn you learn about electrical. You learn about uh, heat and cold so you don't burn yourself or you don't freeze yourself. You learn, um, you learn math, I guess, analytically to think 
in an in an analytical way. That's what math taught me. I mean, my, the math that I've needed in my life has just been adding, subtraction, division, and and multiplication. Further than that, it hasn't been much. It hasn't been much of the stuff you we've been able to implement besides basic math, for the majority. Unless you have a special career or skill where you have to implement a lot of the things you learned in school. Like if you're a scientist or you're a biologist or like you have to be able to implement that stuff. But what about if you're, you know, I, I don't know. How about if you're like like a like a law enforcement or a co- or a code enforcement? I don't know why that came up, but I just yeah, thought about. Yeah, let's you're a police officer. Exactly. Right? What? How much math are you using on a daily basis? Not much. I wouldn't think you are. I don't know. I'm not a police officer, but I, I can't say you guys are using a whole bunch of math on your regular day. Now, a lot of these parents, what I feel they're going to do is, yes, I'm going to go ahead and homeschool, and then they're going to do what they were taught to do, which is read a book, social studies, it's time to learn. This is it. And it sounds like a lot of fun until you try teaching your own child. Exactly. It's not the easiest thing in the world. We've had to do it. Um, we haven't actually sat down. But with we've him. taught our son. We've taught our son karate. Mm-hmm. We've taught our son a lot of different things. But some of the most difficult. I've been teaching now for over twenty five years. I've been teaching kids of all ages, all walks of life, um, from super bright athletic kids to autistic kids. Exactly. So we've gone up and down the spectrum. The, the spectrum, right? And teaching another person's child is a lot easier than teaching your own family member. And I realized this back when I was teaching my cousins in New York. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. They're old now. They're in their 30s. But when I had to teach them and they were kids and I was in my late teens, I was 19 18, 19 years old, and I taught them a class, it was really hard. Yeah, so it's parents, uh, let's take the nice myth- mythical cloth out of the out of the eyesight. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard because it's not it's gonna be a challenge, but you can make it fun. It's it. not it's not gonna be impossible, but I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be something that that you can learn. And guess what? You actually get to add some more subjects that aren't being taught in school. That's what we wanted to talk to you guys about too. So it's going to be hard. Yes. That's when you have to be creative. Now, I've seen a lot of posts on social media and stuff like this. You know, way before this whole pandemic started. You know, when's the last time you used this? When's the last time you used calculus? When's the last time you had to dissect a frog? Exactly. Like, when's the last? Yes. So it's so we got put into our brains a lot of useless information. I agree. But we did get a lot of useful information. But they also had to throw in a lot of fillers. (laughs) They had to fill fill things in because they're in school for seven hours. What else are you going to teach them? You got to teach them something. Now, if you're planning on doing homeschooling, like, like, like you were saying, I think it's a perfect time for you to be creative and implement all the things you wish you would have learned growing up. That's right. Such as cooking. That's right. Sewing. Mm-hmm. Woodworking. That's right. Making a list for the grocery store. How about balancing a checkbook? You don't learn that in school. That's right. 
How about about taxes? You don't learn stuff, things like that in school. You know how you learn them? The hard way. You ain't paying taxes, you go to jail. <laughs> go to jail. Go to straight to jail, right? You don't learn. How about applying for a mortgage, right? How Find about how to calculate interest rates so you know how much you're going to pay if you use that credit card? Writing a resume. Writing a resume. Right? There's so many things you can implement now, and you have this one chance. Because do I think this pandemic is going to last six, seven years? No. I don't think that's going to happen. But you might just get this one year to be able to make an impact or, an, or, or, an, or influence your child in the way that you want to influence your child. You want to teach them marketing, advertising, social media, art and YouTube, design. art and design. That's some of the things we're planning Robotics. on doing. Robotics. Things that are going to, how to change a tire, how to check your oil in the car. How to put windshield wiper fluid and how to put coolant. Basic stuff that's going to help your child get ahead, you know? How to comb your hair so you can look good. How to, how to like, self, self-love. How to put a, how to shave or how to fix your hair or how to cut your nails, how to brush your teeth. Because now we're not rushing out the door, running out the door. Now you can actually spend those five minutes that you're supposed to take to brush your teeth, wash your face, get dressed. Eat a balanced breakfast. How about how to how to eat a balanced breakfast and how to find out what is a balanced breakfast? What is a balanced breakfast? I don't even think people know what a balanced breakfast is. And now is your chance to be able to not only research and learn, implement and teach. Which is very important. You have an opportunity to be able to make a big difference in your child's life. How about learning some self-defense, especially with everything that's going on? Damn right. You saw a video. You showed me of a couple in an airport getting jumped by like nine girls or women. I don't know how they had to be beat up in an airport. A boyfriend and a girlfriend. All of them were young, probably in their 20s. But they still. all in their 20s. But listen, you never know when you're going to need to know how to throw a punch. That's right. That's very learn. Important. Learn how to throw a punch. If you've never th- listen, if you think you know how to throw a punch, but you've never thrown a punch. You don't know how to throw a punch, right? I mean, it's, you can be the toughest person. You can be, you can believe. Listen, I can believe I can run really fast. I thought I ran really fast until I raced. I forgot who I raced and they just smoked. I was like, Jesus, Jesus, Louise. Like, you can believe you can do Listen, you can believe you can fly all day long. That's all I say. I believe I can fly. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it, try it. You're going to need a, either a, a hang gliding, a hang glider, or you're going to need an airplane. Or a parachute. Well, you're, not, you're not flying. You're not flying. You're falling. You're falling. You're, falling. you're falling very slow. But in order for you to fly, you, have, you need something. Mm-hmm. So you can believe it all you want. It doesn't mean it's real. Right? You have to put in the work behind it. And if you think you can cook and you've never cooked... You're not going to know how to cook. That's right. Right? Because I thought I knew how to cook until I tried cooking. I said, wait a minute. I just burned the food. Then that means I, don't, I didn't know how to cook. Then I learned, oh, the fire doesn't go up that high. Maybe I do this. It just, oh, the food came out too salty. Or whatever the case may be. But until you don't implement or you've never done it, you don't know it. That's true. 
we just had a the one of our our vans uh, needs a new water pump. Mm-hmm. Right? I said, eh, let me look it up. Let me see how it works on on YouTube. It can't be that hard to change it. It really isn't that hard. I looked at the video. I learned it. Do I know it? No. Not I yet. don't know it yet. I haven't done it. I still haven't done it. Until I don't do it, I don't know it. You can learn it. You don't really know it. That's right. You have to be able to. So until you don't know how to teach and you've never taught a class, you don't know how to teach. And maybe the first couple of months are going to be horrible, which I think they are because it's hard. First, first, we're all coming off a summer break. That's number one. So we're coming off a summer break, which means kids are kind of hanging out. The mood's relaxed. Every, you know, everybody's enjoying whatever we can enjoy for the summer. And then now we have to go back to teaching. Now, the good thing about teaching is that you're not going to be teaching seven hours a day because teaching when you do homeschooling is not seven hours a day. So the fillers like cooking and martial arts or gym, they're actually good fillers because it it actually fills up the day with other things to do rather than just read or math or any of those things. So is it going to be a difficult task? Yeah. You may have a lot of teachers at home, right? They'll be able to teach their own kids. And... This is going to be a new stepping process for a lot of people. It's 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 brand new. It's something a lot of us have never experienced. It, do I think it's going to be fun? I think it's going to be fun. Do I think it's going to be stressful? You can make it fun. Yeah. You can you can make it fun. But it may not be fun if you don't make it fun. That's right. I mean, it's that, be- that is the real, that's the real thing. Like, you have to be able to make it fun. And you need to understand that. Now, you know what's going to have the hardest times, which we think is going to be the easiest is the little guys. Yeah, the little guys. Pre-K, kinder, first grade. And here's why. They still don't know how to learn. When they go to school, they have to be able to understand, they have to be able to learn. They go the first two, three years, they're learning how to learn. Because once they're in middle school, they know how to do their own research, they know how to read. They're learning how to read. They're learning how to write the letters. Now, I think a lot of parents can make it a lot of fun and loving. But remember, the way your child acts with you is very different than how they act with an authority figure, such as a school teacher, a martial arts instructor, whatever it is. That's right. He's right. And that you have to be able to understand that. So maybe the first couple of weeks is going to be just adjusting to being able to teach, maybe I suggest you guys start doing a little bit of it now where every day for like 30 minutes you guys sit down. I mean, us with our son, we do reading every day. So he sits down for 30 minutes. He hates it, guys. It's not a walk in the park either. Yeah, he gives you he gives us a hard he time. He gives us a hard time. I don't want to do it. It's my summer. But you know what? He still comes off. He comes and, and sits down. We sit down together. I read my own book. Right. Because we all have to lead by example. He's actually the one that had me start reading a book because I would sit with him outside for a half an hour while he was reading. And I'm like, why am I just sitting here on my phone? Might as well sit down and join him in the reading. So now we both read. And what we do is that when we finish a chapter, we explain to each other what we just read. So I'll tell him what happened in my chapter. He'll tell me what happens in his chapter. And then we continue for a half an hour. So it's it's pretty cool. It's fun. He enjoys it now, even though he, like the first 10 minutes, he'll give me a headache. But then after that, he's like, man, I love this book. This book is awesome. So you know what you got to do? You just got to call them on their bluff. 
don't get angry with them when they're like you can't fight fire with fire. So if your child is angry, you can't sit there and get angry too because they're not, it's not gonna work. Now you're gonna have two angry people angry at each other that don't even wanna be around each other at that moment. So usually what I do is when he gets not angry but he starts getting bothered, I tell him, dude, I know you don't like it. I know you don't want to do it, but remember, we're going to be homeschooling, so we need to start working on this. And, of course, our son is 10. He's older. And he knows how to read. And he knows how to learn. And he knows how to read, which means we can give him a book. He can just start reading. So we don't have to teach him how to read. Correct. But when you have to go ahead and teach, when they have have no idea what reading is or how to begin or how to put letters together to make a sentence and, or make a, a word mm-hmm. or how to, how to decipher a word. That's tough. It's going to be tough, but you have to be able to be creative. But you know what, parents? There's actually websites that help you with that. You guys can go like to ABC Mouse. We're not affiliated to them or anything, but I know that my, my son, because my son stood home with us until he went to first grade. We didn't. He didn't go to pre-K, and he didn't go to. Uh, he went to kindergarten. He went. He went to kindergarten. Yeah, with Miss, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He didn't go to. He didn't go to pre-K. He did not. So do he. So what we would do is that we would do ABC Mouse in the house. So he learned his letters, his colors, and things of that nature. So there is resources out there that you guys can use instead of you trying to teach them how to read the word cat. There's actually resources out there that you can use on on the internet that'll help you guys out. So you just have to find for your age group, your child's age group, what works and what works for you. So our son, Pollux, he's actually going into middle school. And um, I heard beforehand that 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 middle school, they like to put a lot of pre-recorded classes. So basically, he was already going to be learning online. So it wasn't going to be like a difference. But the good thing is that now... Instead of him going to class and learning online on just a teacher repeating what she's going to be saying, I would prefer to kind of do the work with him. So if he like goes online and he learns, great. I would like to be available while he's listening to that class so that I can help him. Because last year or the ending of this year, this year that just passed, he was able to be in a classroom setting. Even though it was online, it's still a setting. Absolutely. And he still learned. Like, he learned like if he was in a classroom. Now, if he goes to virtual, I'm scared of what virtual is going to be. So I don't know. We're not really sure at this point what he's going to do, right? We're not, gonna, we're not sure if we're going to try to find a school that does virtual classes that the kids are actually in it. Or if we're going to be doing like that virtual pre-recorded classes where they learn. We don't know yet. So we're also up in the air. The only thing that we do know is that we're going to be incorporating some kick-ass uh, fundamentals, life fundamentals, right? Like, like that's what, the goal right now. What were we thinking about doing? Well, that's the goal. The goal is to maybe change the way he learns. Of course, he's gonna have to do his schoolwork because the state requires it, right? Mm-hmm. We, we we are controlled by the state, right? The in order for your child to get uh, or to advance to the next grade level, they have to be able to complete all the prerequisites, pre- all the fillers. All the fillers. All the fillers. The stuff that you're never going to use, he has to be able to do that. But in between, but all those fillers can actually take you two, three hours tops throughout the day, right? The goal is for us, the way, the way we're thinking about it is do a little bit of the filler, you know, math, science, social studies, English, 
writing, reading, all that stuff, right? But in between, give them some real life lessons. Like we said, cooking. Listen, you should know how to cook, right? Restaurants are closed right now. There's a lot of people out there that don't know how to cook and they have, and they're figuring, figuring it out right now. Like we said, maybe some audit advertising, maybe some, some social media because it's the way of the future. Yeah, right? I agree. You should start learning now. And, and how to use computers. and Well, he already knows how to do that, but, you know, just how to use different programs on his computer. and Mechanics. Mechanics. Woodworking. Gardening. That's very important. How right. to clean the pool. Well, if you have a pool one day. If yeah. You, if you have a pool. Is- but how to do the maintenance around the house. Clean out the gutters. And why? Because if not, your roof rots. And just understand that there's certain things that need to get done around the house we're gonna, also. We're going to put them to work. No, no, because he does it with us. He's going to learn. He's going to learn how to do those things, which he's going to have to do eventually. He is the man of the house. His wife's not going to be up in the roof trying to pull out leaves. You go up there with me and help me. I go up with you. I don't go by myself. No, you don't. Exactly. But we want him to learn certain things that I think are going to be useful. And I think it's a great opportunity for not just you, because I've seen a lot of people complain on Facebook about, like we said earlier, all the stuff they didn't learn in school that they should have learned, that they didn't know, how to balance a checkbook, how to pay taxes, how to apply for a loan to buy a house. It's funny how you got it, how you have to get a loan to buy a house. You cannot just buy a house. Like yeah. that's the new normal, right? Like you, oh, buy a house. Yeah, you got to get a loan. Yeah. So that means nobody can afford a house. Mm-mm. Like in order for you to buy a house, you have to get into debt. Like you, there's no way of just maybe financial literacy is something that's so important for them to learn. And as you're teaching them, you know what you're going to learn the most? Is when you actually start teaching. I never knew martial arts as much as I did until I actually began teaching it. You know why they don't teach you financial literacy? They want you to be a slave to the Because state. then you'll realize that buying a house and how they're jerking us with the interest rates and how much you're paying for it... You, the next generation will be like, uh-uh, we're slaves. Nobody will buy a house. Like, who buys a car? Who buys a car? Nobody buys cars. Everybody gets into debt to get a car. Yeah. Either you're leasing a car or you're financing a car. But you're never really owning the car. Like, that's the normal now. And by the time you own the car, it's already like eight years old. <laughs> and you've paid probably double with interest. It's probably triple. Who knows? But it's funny how that's normal. That you don't buy anything. You don't own anything. You don't even own your house. Well, you never really own your house because the days that after 30 years of busting your ass, trying to pay for that mortgage, you still got to pay. You're never going to live in your house for free. Technically, you rent rent the land from the government. You rent the land from the government. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Because that rent pays for the parks. We get that. And pays for the light. Yeah, I, I get that, but like I read an I let's keep it that that should be for another podcast. There you go. Because I was gonna get into a post that I read that made so much sense. Should I should I go over it real quick? So this it. post says, so I get taxed of my money, my hard work money, then I go to the store to buy some clothes and I get taxed for the clothes that I'm gonna wear to go to work and to hang out. Then on top of that, I get taxed when I go out to eat. 
already on money that has already been taxed. So it's like we're taxed on top of taxed on top of taxed on top. Like take out tax from my house, but leave everything else open without tax. Everybody, listen, there's a lot of people say, no, uh, they don't deserve this. But even illegal immigrants pay tax. Everybody does. Everybody pays taxes. Because everybody that goes out there and shops, if you buy a soda, if you buy, man, you can't even wipe your ass without paying for tax. Exactly. Unless, yeah, unless you're doing some buying between two people and then you pay cash and then they don't. But, but that article was still yes. taxed at one point. At one point. At one point that was Somebody already taxed. Somebody paid tax, tax right? already, yep. My phone bill, I got to pay tax. Oh, and a whole bunch of tax. Light, tax. Water, tax. I buy gas. That's the most expensive one. Look into that one. That you pay a lot. Of, the gas is not really that expensive. Mm-mm. It's the tax it's the behind tax it that makes it expensive. Who who negotiates that tax? You see, these are amazing things to ask when you are doing homeschooling, especially with the older kids. Teach them so that they're financially free. Yeah, and, and that a normal for the next generation may not be being in debt up to your eyeballs. Being in debt. I I, I, I was hearing somebody speak about school and they said that um, the reason higher education, such as college and universities, it's so expensive is because nobody can afford it. They're all going to get a loan. So that's the reason. Well, I don't have to pay for it. So, yeah, we can make it as high as I can make tuition as high as I want because they're going to get a loan to pay for it anyway. That's why it's so high. But if people didn't get loans to go to school, tuition would go lower. Exactly. No, and I agree with that. And I agree with the fact that it's 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 all it, it's all a, just a big a big scheme. <laughs> because you have to pay all this money to go to school, but yet you're not the only one in school. There's thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people going to school for the same degree you're probably getting, which means that now that degree doesn't even have validity anymore. When everybody has a degree, how is it special anymore? It's not. It's not. It's just like every everybody has the Air Jordans, then how special are the Air Jordans? They are. They're not. They cost a lot of money. <laughs> Or like uh, uh, Macklemore says, uh, how are you going to pay $50 for a T-shirt when it when everybody else has that special edition, same shirt? I thought that was hilarious. Not special edition anymore. Not special edition if everybody got it That's and you're paying right. top dollar for it. You see, but it's schemes and we get caught into them. And from there, and, and, and the more people buy into it, the more other people do it. Like... It, it just perpetuates. And once you open up your eyes to the reality, and if you teach your child this reality, they're never going to fall into the trap of being in debt, of being of chasing a carrot that doesn't even exist, a mythical carrot. You know, we were told something that I, you know, at times I sit down and I'm like, man, we should have did it. We were told, why don't you guys like get into debt? Why don't you guys get loans and grants and forgivable grants? Guys, we tried. For the business, we tried. I applied in a lot of places. Um, but I guess everything was backed up and we didn't have enough time. Like time wasn't on our side. But like I sit down and I start thinking, so I'm going to get into all this debt, right? To be able to do what? To be able to pay for stuff that I probably won't even be, even be able to use because it's probably going to be taken away anyways because there's not going to be enough time because we don't know how long this pandemic is going to go. But that's what you got to teach your kids. You got to teach them when to cut the loose short and say, nope, we're stopping right here. This is where this is where the buck stops. 
even when it comes to like like math or reading or whatever. And I might have gotten off subject, guys. I'm sorry. But um, that's something that's that's dear to our heart. It is. It is. Yep. Yep. But um, so that's what we want to speak to you guys about. And one is take this opportunity. Teach your kids something that's going to be useful that they're going to be able to use in real life. You know, teach them to be not just one of us, but better than us. That's right. That's and, nice. That and, was nice. And another thing is a tip from, from somebody that's been teaching children for a long, long time. And we've said it in previous podcasts. And it is praise, correct, then praise again. Don't just correct, correct, correct. Praise, correct, praise. And if they don't get it, then you smack them over the head. No, I'm kidding. Listen. <laughs> Listen. No uh, ice cream for you tonight. Praise, correct, praise. I love the way you're doing that handwriting. If you were to just make your O's a little bit smaller, it's going to look better. Once they do it, wow, that was really good. Praise, correct, then praise. But you have to always praise. Because otherwise, if you don't praise, if you don't tell them how good they're doing, if you don't tell them how much you love them, they're going to build this wall in front. And once that wall gets built, it's very hard to cross it. And you can see it in the child's eyes when the wall is up. They kind of get this blank stare. It's a glazed stare. It's like a dazed out stare. Uh-huh. That they're just like this. They can, be looking, they can be looking right at you. And they are. They're looking at you. But they're not you. listening to you. All they're hearing is wah, 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 wah. And... What I've noticed and what I've been able to do and accomplish is that whenever I'm, I'm trying to get through a child, right, I, I give them a compliment and you see them immediately snap out of it. And now they're focusing because us as humans, we love to be complimented. We love to hear how good we're doing. Okay. Once we start hearing how much bad, 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 we kind of build this wall in front of us. Right. So praise, correct, praise. Right, and and I guess that's the best thing I can tell you guys right now. For those of you guys that are taking the route of homeschooling, because the ideas are always great until you actually start implementing them, and 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 you can't give up because it's your child. That's like, right. Like you have to be able to. When the going gets tough, the tough guy got to get going. And there's a lot of people that I've been I know that are going to be homeschooling a lot. And you know what? I completely understand. Yeah, I see I it mean, all over social media. It's, no, and, and you know what? What else are you going to do? I mean, you have a choice of either sending your child to school and the possibility of your child getting sick or being asymptomatic and bringing that sickness home. Or, to a loved one. Yeah, or you have the chance of, um, of him just staying home and, and kind of just learning in, in the house, in the comfort of, of the house. They're tough decisions. It is, it, it's tough we're not bad, you know, we're not condoning, I mean, we're not bad-mouthing people who are sending their kids to school. Hey, hey listen, you got to do what you got to do. do, what you gotta do. You gotta, there's a lot of people out there who, who have to go to work. There's no Otherwise, choice. they're yeah. going to be kicked out. They're going to be homeless. And you know why we chose the decision of keeping him home? So we wouldn't take the spot from someone who actually needs it. And it's very important for us to do that because at the end of the day, we all, we're all in this together and we all need to help each other. And the least kids that don't need to be in school that can't stay home and get taught at home, 
the better. So like that, that social distancing and the other kids that really, really do need to be in school, have the opportunity to be at school and, and have whatever, you know, they need because poor either mom or dad have to work or both parents have to work. We don't know. We don't know anybody's situation, but for those parents that have taken the task, it's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be amazing. Um, if you want, go ahead and, and comment on, on how it's going in the future. We'll probably be doing more of these of, 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 of these podcasts, especially me when I'll be pu- us pulling out our hair. Ah! But I don't know. I think it's going to go good. I really do. I, I think that if there's a plan, right, you got to plan, you got to set up the plan and then you got to execute the plan. But the plan, we, you know, we should also start getting started on that plan for the for the new year because the plan needs to be set before you try to implement, just like teachers do, where they set out their whole school year and they know what they're going to teach for the year. It's sixth grade. I have no idea what I'm going to teach this kid. But I think it's time for me to start figuring it out and seeing what curriculum I'm going to be using uh, for math, what curriculum we're going to be using for reading, what curriculum we're going to be do- doing for social studies, and what curriculum we're going to be doing for science, right? Because those are the major... Those are the major fillers. The major fillers. And then everything else will just come as as, as fun stuff. Yeah. I think we'll do good. Yeah. And in between, you, you see, the beauty of it is that now in between all these fillers, you can do all the... Things that, like we said, woodworking, cooking, sewing, whatever it is you want to do, gardening, whatever it is. But you can give them a break too, right? They can go ahead and maybe, you know, draw, play video games, whatever, right? There needs to be a balance. In school, they have to be in school. They have to be there all day long, right? So just make sure you spread out the day, give them their time, and give yourself some time too. Because even teachers get breaks throughout the day. You right? need it. When, a child, when one class goes to, let's say, they go from English to math, maybe that teacher gets a 45-minute break. Right? You need those breaks, too. Don't forget that you also need a break away from your child. Otherwise, all that energy, you wanted to teach, teach them and they're being stubborn. Sometimes also know, listen, we're going to stop here. We're going to continue maybe in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Take a little break. Go for a walk. Go outside. Go for a walk and relax. Get that energy out. And before you're going to do a boring subject that you know he or she doesn't like, or maybe you're not that good at teaching that subject, you need to get the energy out first. One of the things we did at at the clubhouse when the clubhouse was open that really worked is before the children went to do homework, we would give them mat time. They would do dodgeball. They would do dancing. They would do noodle wars. They would do something. They need to get the energy out before they sit down. Otherwise, they're going to be jumpy. And also, before they start something like that, a lesson that you know is going to be kind of tough, don't give them any sugary treats, such as cereal, candy. Why? They're going to be bouncing. They're going to be full of energy. You Now you want them to sit down and focus? It's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. That's another thing we would do. Before homework time, we wouldn't let the kids drink any uh, or eat any kind of snacks. We would give them the snacks before they went on the mat. So now they were all bouncing, jumping, 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 jumping. And now when they went to do homework... The sugar heroin came out of their body, they were down, and now they were able to focus better. But if you give your child lucky charms in the morning, and then you want them to sit down and start reading, it's not going to happen that easy, guys. That's right. Right? And now you, a lot of you are going to know how teachers felt when you used to load up your kids with sugar before you send them to school, and now the poor teacher was telling them, hey, why can't you guys sit down? Because their breakfast was full of sugar instead of something nutritious is going to help them focus, concentrate, 
right? And not give them that burst of energy. Imagine you drinking three Cokes or drink a Red Bull and then try to sit down and read a book. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. It's not going to happen, right? It's not going to happen. So be smart, be creative, be patient, right? And understand these small tricks from people that we've been working with children for a long time. Yep. So with that, guys, I wanted to uh, thank you guys again for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to like the video, right? Because we're going to be putting a lot of more of these videos, maybe giving you guys some tips and stuff like that regarding homeschooling and regarding stuff that uh, may help you guys out. And I hope it does. And we want to wish you guys nothing but good luck in this new coming school year if you decide to homeschool your child. And if you don't, we wish you guys lots of health and happiness regardless. Oof. All right, guys. We do. I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.